0: Hello you guys and welcome to The Lively Pod, a podcast dedicated to all things health and wellness to help you live your most liveliest life. We talk nutrition, relationships, mental health, career goals, and more and today is no different. Today we are talking about something that actually encompasses all of those things. Multidimensional health is something that is becoming more and more popular and for good reason. It just takes into account all of the different areas of your life that bleed over and have impact on one another. And so multidimensional health at its core, there are four different dimensions. You have the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual. I believe that within these, there are many categories that can fill up each of these components. So like in physical, you have your like nutritional health, your body's health versus physical activity and exercise. You have things like your home environment, the physical space that you're in, the physical food that you're eating and cooking. With mental health, you have things like finances, your career, your education, things that can stimulate the mind, but also cause havoc and stress on the body with things like financial troubles and worries or stress at work with your career. You also have things in the emotional specter that are like your relationships, your social life, things that bring you joy just the emotion side of things and the capacity that you have to hold emotions in your life or express emotions in your life. And then lastly, you have spirituality, which can encompass faith, religion, but it also has the flip side of things like creativity and all of the aspects that that encompasses. And so I feel like When we think about health, our minds often go straight to diet and exercise. That is what is mainstream in our Western world here in the United States. And it is immediately what the mind turns to. I think a lot of health is being um, opened up into mental health conversations. Um, I know spirituality is something that is often high in people who have religion and deep faith but it's maybe not so high in the people who don't have a religion or don't have a church that they belong to and I feel like that's something that needs to be talked about and how you can have spirituality without necessarily having religion. And so what multidimensional health is truly encompassing is that it's not just what we eat or how much we move. It encompasses our relationships, our mental state, emotional balance, spiritual well-being. It's all of the aspects of our life that contribute to our overall well-being and truly tell us whether or not we're healthy individuals. Yes, you have the doctor's standards of health like cholesterol and your BMI. How much do you weigh? things like that that can indicate your physical body health, but you can be somebody who is so physically in shape and completely an emotional wreck and your well-being is not going to be high because of that. You are not going to feel like you look in a sense if you are not checking in on yourself and looking at your health as full as Fully encompassing a multi dimensional approach. And so, within these four dimensions that I've been mentioning of wellness and the categories that kind of follow within them, I want to talk a little bit deeper about each one. First, starting off with just what is multi dimensional health? Like, where did it come from? It, honestly, it has roots in a lot of different things. Uh, a lot of like ancient holistic healing traditions that view the individual as a whole rather than a bunch of set separate parts so when you go to the doctor and they're like something's wrong with your heart go see a cardiologist they are looking at your heart in it of itself they are looking at a closed system right there rather than kind of looking at the whole person are they really stressed is that causing a high heart rate is that causing yada 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 that could be influencing their cardiological problem. And so this is really looking up the individual as a whole. So this is seen in Ayurveda in India, traditional Chinese medicine, but it's becoming more and more common in Western medicine to acknowledge this holistic approach. Psychologists throughout history like Maslow have just shown a hierarchy of needs like what does our body need not just to function optimally like protein carbs and fats but you also need a certain amount of mental stimulation of relationships we are a very social um animal creature so leaning into that as a need, not just as a, oh, that would be nice kind of thing. The concept of multidimensional health is still being refined and expanded, but the core principles really remain the same, that true health encompasses all aspects of an individual and their life experiences. And so... When we are solely focused on physical health or one aspect, even just mental health, if you are so focused on mental health but aren't looking at how nutrition impacts that, you're missing a piece, you're missing a component that could be the final piece to put the puzzle together. Stress, a mental health issue can lead to things like physical health problems, heart disease, a weakened immune system. So by ignoring the mental dimension, we risk compromising our physical health. This is just your kind of reminder that basically the entire thing that I want to talk about in this episode is your reminder to check in with yourself, your reminder that there's so much more to you than just your physical body, your physical appearance, or your relationships things that define a lot of people we need to like look at the whole person and so self-assessment is truly key in maintaining multi-dimensional health here by checking in with ourselves we can truly identify what areas might be out of balance and then take proactive steps to restore that balance kind of mirroring the interconnectedness of all the health dimensions, improvement in one area often leads to improvement in other areas, just as declines do. So if you've ever felt like you are emotional eating because you had a stressful day at work, you had a stressful day at work, that's like a mental thing. Your mental space is not doing well right now. And so what did it lead you to do? It led you to make horrible decisions for your physical body's health when you got home and chose takeout and eating a tub of ice cream. Let's dive into kind of each of the dimensions and their kind of categories within them and then give physical, tangible tips and takeaways that you can kind of apply right now to your daily life. So first up is the physical dimension. So this does not just refer to your general physical health, but also includes physical activity, home cooking, your home environment, And the home cooking, I feel like the health, your nutrition, your exercise, that is what is typically seen in the physical dimension. But the cooking and the environment, that's a different one. That's a whole different issue. And so kind of looking at those as your physical space and what it encompasses and how can you alter it to improve your physical health. So something here to start trying is to try cooking at least one meal at home. A day. So, starting with simple recipes, I have a cookbook on my website that is all meals with five ingredients or less. So, it's supposed to be super easy where you can whip up these meals in no time, but they're not complicated recipes. So many people get bogged down in trying to make the most complex meals imaginable because that's what they believe cooking is. Because when you have home cooking, it's like Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner where they are elaborate meals, but you can make simple, healthy options at home and they can taste really good. Definitely go check out my cookbook because it just has so many hidden gems in it that are so easy. So if you're somebody who's trying to cook more at home, that's for you. As for your home environment, you want to keep your living space clean and organized. So trying to declutter regularly, I feel like November is the perfect time to do that. We're getting to the end of the year, declutter everything that you've kind of gathered over this past year, giving it away, donating it is also a great way to express gratitude. I feel like this is the month of gratitude, so kind of leaning into that. And just allowing you to get rid of items that you no longer need or use that are just cluttering your space. I'm going to do a whole episode on your home environment and how to make a cozy home because that's the number 1 thing I think I get when people come over to my house is they always are like, "I feel at home. It feels so homey in here. It's so well decorated. It's so nice. It's light and bright." And I have done that so intentionally. I love my home environment and I create it because I spend so much time here. You spend so much time in your house, especially in your bedroom, to go to sleep. Our bedroom is serene. It's tranquil. That's the entire vibe that I needed it to have in order for me to have the optimal sleep health that I know um, I need. And so... It's really important to start incorporating those. So we'll go into a more depth episode about creating a healthy home environment because it is so important to spend time in places that motivate, inspire, and keep you living a healthy life. I was actually reading a study published in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin that found that individuals who described their home as cluttered were more likely to be depressed and fatigued. They showed higher levels of the stress hormone cortisol. And so by maintaining a clean and organized home, you can contribute significantly not only to your physical health, but also your mental well-being. So kind of moving into mental, the mental dimension of health, which is like your finances, career, your education, things that are mentally stimulating. You may not immediately associate with these with your health, but they play such a substantial role. There have been studies published that showed that financial stress can lead to health problems like heart disease. And so showing you that connection between the dimensions that when one is out of whack, it will cause harm to the other. And so in your finances you could do something like creating a budget sticking to it if you're struggling with financial management maybe start seeking out advice from a financial advisor there are so many wonderful finance instagrams tiktoks i specifically love the financial feminist um what is her name? Tori something. I just read her book and it taught me so, so much. I just opened a high yield savings account to be making money while I have a savings account already rather than making like 0.02% interest on my typical like Chase savings account that I had money in. I've moved it all to a high yield savings account. Now I'm making like four point four percent off of interest. That's phenomenal. And a big difference. I think I forget what it is, but it's like I'm horrible at math. So I'm not even gonna try to do it. But that's a few extra hundred dollars um a year if you have a few thousand dollars in your savings account. And that's A ton. That's going to be like my Christmas budget right there. Um, But then you also have your career in this mental health kind of category. And so finding ways to make your job more fulfilling, finding your purpose, finding something that you can do. Maybe it's outside of work. Maybe it's not your career. You go to your career for your financial uh, stability, which helps you feel calm and comforted in that mental health and well-being. And then you find fulfilling and purposeful meaning outside of your career with things like volunteering. So always seeking out projects that interest you and finding ways to balance work with other aspects of your life. I feel like this kind of bleeds into the education side of things is that whether you're taking a course, I'm now taking a course at Duke to continue my education or reading, trying to read something that will teach you information every single day, attend seminars. There's so many here in Charlottesville, especially with the college here. So like just going to those will just keep your mind sharp and your skills up to date. And so, keeping your mind engaged is so important to your mental health. I feel like with TikTok and Instagram, our attention spans have gotten so short. Well, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but that is what I have found personally is that my attention span is horrible as well as my memory. My memory is getting worse and worse. And so I find when I lean into things like reading and resparking sparking that um, knowledge base by searching out new information and learning through education, it not only helps my attention span, it helps my memory, while also just like furthering my development, I feel like as a human, and just like learning new things. Kind of going into the third dimension here. We're talking all about emotional health. So this is encompassing your relationships, your social life, joy, that kind of like emotion of joy or the opposite of joy. And so people with strong social relationships... Have an increased likelihood of survival. I think I saw a study that was like up to 50% of an increase, which is crazy. So, this underlines the importance of nurturing our relationships, spending quality time with loved ones, and ensuring you have a strong support system around you, no matter what you're doing. Maybe that's at your career. Maybe you love your coworkers and that's your support system, but maybe it's at home. I work remotely, so I don't really have any coworkers, so I don't get that nurturing relationship. So I find mine in family, having will around, and nurturing the relationships of friends that I have in my life. And so ways to do this is to make time for people who matter most to you. Regularly check in with them. Send them texts when you think about them call people on drives or walks, um, just kind of like make those times. I'm going to try to start sending out little birthday cards just to show somebody that I'm thinking about them, that they're important to me, that they're in my life. I want to do Christmas cards this year. I think that would be such a cute tradition to start with Will and I, especially now that I have like all of my people's addresses because we just got married, so we were sending out wedding invites. It'll be super easy easy to just send out a bunch of Christmas cards. So that is on the horizon for like showing people that I care enough. Like if you get a Christmas card from me, I highly value you in my life. So that's kind of fun. And then not neglecting your social life. I feel like we all go through periods. I do want to preface this. Multidimensional health is something to look at, look at your well-being, but I don't expect anyone to be balanced in all of these areas at a time. It's more for finding the things that you could work on to improve rather than trying to be at 100% all of them because you'll have different priorities throughout your life. Maybe a high priority for you is getting active and giving love and showing love to your physical body. Maybe it's improving your nutrition, your quality of food to help with bloating or acne. Maybe it's relationships. You're feeling really disconnected, even though we're so hyper-connected on social media. It's not the same as those in-person, um, outside-of-social-media relationships. And so I don't expect everyone to be perfect in all areas, but if you are feeling out of balance, if you are feeling like something is off, check in with all of these different areas and try to find the piece that is not quite right. So little tangent, but like social life is so important to not... look not neglect or take advantage of spending time for activities that you enjoy with friends and family. And speaking of enjoying, finding just the joy in everyday activities, whether it's enjoying your cup of coffee in the morning or taking a walk in the park, I cannot tell you how much joy I've been experiencing from fall in Charlottesville. Fall is absolutely my favorite season, hands down, but seeing the leaves change here in the Shenandoah mountains, it is spectacular, and so every time I go outside, I love the temperature, 60s to 70s, it is just filling my cup, and so I'm definitely seeking out those smaller things that improve my mood and well-being and kind of capitalizing on them. Finally, we'll delve into spiritual dimension of health, including your faith, spirituality, and creativity. Regardless of your beliefs, it's important to find time for introspection, meditation, prayer that can provide that sense of balance and peace in your life. I often say in all of my yoga classes, yoga for me is one of those spirituality pieces. And I often say in my classes that we are taught so much in life to stress, to work hard, to push ourselves. And so we learn that. We learn how to do that. We cultivate that. And then you're expected to just know how to rest. It is so hard to internally know how to rest i think it's something that we need to be taught how to do how to work on and that's things like meditation like yoga truly turning and calming the body and so engaging in creative activities is that part of the spiritual dimension that can help you balance out the stress, the chaos, the hard work that we need in our lives. We need that to be moving forward, to be mentally stimulated, but you need to come back to calm down the body. So you can find stress-reducing activities with creativity, whether it's painting, writing, playing an instrument, or even cooking. Many, Many people find cooking Very meditative, and I am working to be one of those people. I like to cook, but I'm—it's not something that is meditative for me yet. So, well, maybe one day we'll get there. (laughs) But the goal is to find an outlet that allows you to express yourself in a way that brings you joy and fulfillment. So, you guys, those are the four kind of dimensions of health. There are so many things that I want to kind of go more in depth in, but this episode was really just to be a reminder that it's okay if you're feeling out of balance. It's okay if you're prioritizing one aspect of health over another, but to truly find your optimal state of being, it's important to look at all of these areas and see where you can make micro adjustments and improvements. They interplay so highly together that it's hard to let one go untouched to be healthy in the others. So if you're struggling with your physical health, check in on your mental health, check in on your spiritual, check in on the emotional sides to see how they're doing and see if one may be causing the pain that you're feeling in your physical health, whether it's stress whether it's not having connections in your community and see if increasing those reflects back on your nutritional habits, on your exercise, your physical health. It is essential to look at health from a multi-dimensional perspective and take into account that you are completely unique, you are completely bio-individual, and what works for me probably won't work for you all the time and so checking in with yourself that's it for today's episode I hope you found this helpful and it inspired you to look at your health from a more holistic perspective it's not all diet and exercise so really looking at your overall well-being and I promise you your body will thank you Thank you for joining me and until next time, stay healthy, live lively. Bye guys.